Today, I want to talk to you about a cool little funnel that pre-qualifies people before they get on a sales call and you just have one of the easiest sales calls you can think of. No objections, no bull crap. They want to pay it within the hour after getting on the call. Really good stuff on today's podcast. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. My name is Jules Dan, your host here for the Monday edition. Super pumped to be having a little chat with you today. Uh, we're going to be having, <clears throat> I'm going to share with you something really cool I've experimented with during March and April. And like I said in the in the intro at the start about getting more qualified people onto calls so you don't have to deal with flakies, with people who put up price objections, who people would just waste your time, distract your day. All that sort of stuff. Um, but before I get into that, you know, I want you to tell a story beforehand to, to pre-frame this. I can't just give you the how-to because then it won't stick. Uh, it's a Storytelling Secrets podcast. So here we go. Story time. Um, so I wrote this on a Saturday, right? And I was fully... I just had one of those moments where you just brain dump everything. We have an idea and you just go straight to the computer. I got about 1,800 words in an hour, which is crazy. I've never done that before. Um, but a lot of the stuff I want to talk about today is help inspire me to take more action because sometimes I don't necessarily have that big why, you know, like some motivational gurus will tell you about, you need, and, um, I don't have some big cause to change the world. Um, I just want to create a better life for myself right now. That that's my main motivation. Sometimes you just don't want to do that right. So not only am I going to give you that stuff at the start, like I told you about, but I know that this story will help inspire you to go out and keep pushing. All right, so um, I was at a networking event a couple of weeks back, and I was talking to this woman, and um, we got into topics of podcasts, and uh, she we were comparing different podcasts that we liked, and then I mentioned um, how I liked Russell, Russell Brunson, and she just gave me this look like she just sucked on a lemon, just... Like I was in this homeless dude who walked in with the worst BO imaginable. Like, oh, that's what you listen to him. I'm like, all right, he can be a little bit, you know, over the top with his marketing. Some people can see him as spamming, but you look underneath the surface. You go back through his archives, and I mentioned a couple of weeks back um, on the solo show how uh, there was this one dude that Russell was trying to mentor with. He used to go to school with. And the guy was making like 25k a year. He made some sympathy posts on, on Facebook and Russell said, you know, I think I know it might help you, but what you have to do is go back through my archives of my podcast and just listen through it and just immerse yourself and just soak yourself up in in the marketing knowledge, basically, that I've got to offer. He's like, this is not an ego trip. I, I know I can help you. You just have to listen to this podcast. And 
Um, sometimes I really like doing that. I only listen to two podcasts. I listen to Russell Brunson. I listen to my uh, mentor, Pete. And so last few weeks after that conversation networking about my, I'm going to go back through, <laughs> screw her. I'm going to go back to the good old, good old days of Russell. And I went back to like 2017 when he was recording. Um, and there's some freaking good stuff. Uh, uh, this just, I always, I found that, you know, the deeper you go back, the older stuff generally has the better nuggets than like what's new. What's, what's the latest thing that they're talking about. So I want to talk to you about um, some of those things and on one of the podcasts that Russell was talking about, there's a few different key lessons that he brought up that I'm going to bring up to you right now um, and that he said that one of the keys to success that he can instantly spot in someone, so they're going to do really well or they're going to do really bad is that if someone is obsessed with the marketing of their thing, then they're going to do really well but they're, if their sole focus is on the making as much or trying to make money out of it like that's the reason why they're not going to be as successful and on the surface it sounds correct right but let me give you an example of how how this can make you more motivated to go take action to to get an idea and then you just go ahead because it's all about creating that desire like once you have that you see that little win you see you're like oh i need to try the next thing and so Russell put this into analogy. He's like, when he was building his business, um, he'd go on wrestling trips and he'd listen to his tele seminars and CDs. Like this is way back in the day. Um, and he'd hear a little nugget, he'd implement, and then he'd see a result. And so what he did was he'd listen, he went and did it, and he succeeded. And that was the pattern. So he, so what he would do is he'd find little nuggets, say like for a landing page tip or some copywriting hacks, and he listened, he went and did it, and he succeeded. And, and this part really stuck with me because, you know, while everyone is complaining at, say, like a, a conference or a pitch fest, and I've definitely been to one of them and I've definitely complained before about some of that, Russell would hang out for the whole day at one of those pitch fests and he would just hear one little nugget. He'd just hang out for one nugget. Like, how did that person close the room? And what did they do, what did they do right before everyone stood up and made a table rush? Or how do they use analogy to explain something a lot more simpler? And they, he could notice everyone nodding their heads. It's like that sort of dedication to being obsessed with the marketing of your thing um, really, really inspired me. Like, okay, th- this is the thing that makes you more you're more motivated to take action, um, not because you have to do the thing, but because you've got this desire to be absolutely obsessed with the marketing of your thing. Now, the reason why I'm telling you this story is that every little thing that he implemented and then took action and made some money out of it. If you're listening to this podcast week in, week out, that's how I want you to think because that is how my mentors also taught me to think. And 90% of all the stuff that I talk about on this podcast has been from my mentor, Pete, and his mentor has been Dan Kennedy, and Dan Kennedy has been Russell Brunson's mentor. So we're all teaching similar stuff, different opinions, put our own spin on things just to make it interesting to our audience. But what, what I'm trying to say is that the main sort of pattern that I noticed that Russell was doing was, and what my mentor was trying to teach me, pointing me in the right material is, here's the stuff, go and do it, succeed or fail, and then try again until it does. And so I'm pre-framing all of this because I'm really fired up because I know if you implement what we're going to talk about today in terms of that structure of that funnel. I, I'm not much of a funnel person. It's a super fun, like easy thing to create. 
I know that it's going to give you that little win, that little version of what Russell's doing. You, 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 hear the, you hear the information, you go ahead and you do it, you get a little win, you get, you get that desire, you feel more obsessed about marketing and you continue. So, that being said, I've pre-framed this whole episode massively. How do we do it, okay? How do we get more properly prepared prospects on our sales calls? Um, let me tell you a little second story now. Okay, so one night I was browsing on YouTube um, and not not for marketing stuff, just, just for a bit of fun. <laughs> and I found this video by John Penberthy. John Penberthy, I believe. Anyway... He does a lot of YouTube ad stuff. And the content that he was talking, uh, the video title was how to close at least 50% of your booked calls before the call. Like, sounds pretty good to be true, right? Easily, I was in, I was intrigued I and I watched the video. I may have spoken about either an email or on a podcast before. I can't, can't remember, but it gave you a lot of what to do, not necessarily how. And like the call to action was, hey, if you want to learn how to do this, go, you know, we got a coaching program. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> like, I know what to do. Um, I'll just use my past experience to create a video script. Um, he said, you need to tell your story, you know, show a bit of results, who's a good fit, that sort of thing. He told you what to do. I'm like, okay, this can't be that hard, right? Because the reason why I wanted to create this, this video was so many times I've been hit up on LinkedIn, people just connect me like, oh, you're a copywriter. Like, hey, let's get on a call. Um, um, I, I might need some stuff. Or they're like, hey, I'm interested in working with you. And then every single time, like I reckon it was like seven out of seven calls I got on the call, you know, had a chat with them, presented the price. Um, it, so many people push back on price. Oh, I'm not ready right now or create a proposal and then like just hit absolute crickets like no one will get back to you and I'm like I'm not that bad of a closer like I, I know I'm not the best but surely this is not this hard and I was getting very disheartened like getting on a sales call like this is a joke like I do not want to get on a call with someone who's just going to make me feel <laughs> like I hate sales calls it should not be that way it should be feel like you want to serve people and what you've got to get, what you've got to give, you should feel really enthusiastic about it. And if you're just getting rejected, 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 because you're not getting the right people on the call, I don't know. Like, oh, it's hard to sort of weigh up because, like, if you're new and you know you have like a product you need to sell, you should just get on as many calls as you got. But if you're like me and it's very hard to get back in your day, you've had maybe one or two calls in a row that are just you just you feel like what the hell, like what a waste of time. Um, sometimes, I don't know, I felt like I needed to change something to, to make myself feel more confident when I came off a sales call or when I went into a sales call, I feel confident that the person's really excited. The person knows all the proof they needed to know before they get on a call. Like I didn't need to convince them that I was the person to do the job and a video that sets some realistic expectations because that's another key lesson I've learned this year is that setting expectations before you start work because there is seriously some clients who think that you know you you create this service for them it's going it's going to it's going to just press a button and then the money falls from the ceiling or it grows on the trees unfortunately it doesn't always work that way um, like we can give our absolute best shot with a lot of stuff with marketing um, you know it is all a bit of a test and that's that's what my mentor told me is like you know even I tell my clients that even Dan Kennedy said to his $100,000 paying clients right before they sign up, my campaigns flop before, yours might flop when we work together. 
only thing I can promise you is that I'll give you my absolute best effort. And of course, like here are all my other past clients I've done really well with. Um, and that's how I'm sort of positioning this, this video. I'm not necessarily saying this is the best way to do it. I'm not saying that this is the one and only way you should get people onto calls. I'm only bringing this to table now because um, I've had 10 people come through it. Two people have gone to book it, book an appointment. And one has been like, I want to do it, but just sort of like, can you give us a few weeks to get the stuff in order? And the last one was a hell yes. Like, I remember when I was doing the stack at the end, like, here's what you get, one, two, three, four, five, here's the price and a fast action bonus. They were like, this is exactly what I need. And they paid within the hour, <laughs> within the hour of um, getting off the sales guy. Normally, I'm used to waiting like three, five, ten days to hear back from someone after I sent a proposal. So, man... I've just pre-framed the crap out of this. This is cool, right? Um, all right, all right. So there, there's all the reason why you might want to include this video. So if you've listened all this way through, I've got you super, super hooked, super excited. All right, we're going to explain how you create this. And even better, I've created a blog post where um, I've, I've sort of broken it down what I'm talking about in a reading so you can read it and if you want to get the script that I use for the video and you want to get the slides that I use for that video um, you can grab that in that blog as well it's just you just got to subscribe with your email and then you can grab that but otherwise a lot of good content in that and a lot of good content for today let's sort of get into that all right so let me say it again so the people who I want to get on a sales call with me are one they want to be excited to get on the call with me Number two, they need to see my past results and know about my wizardry. When I say my, I just mean our, so just like a collective speaking. Wizardry meaning they know they've seen past results from other people. And number three, you need to set expectations that you're not going to promise them overnight riches and your campaign may actually flop or whatever your service thing, like it may actually not go 100% correct every single time, but you still want to be pre-framing it with the benefit. Like I'm still going to give you my absolute best. You know, we're going to do everything we can, you know, if it doesn't hit the mark to make it convert or whatever your service or coaching program does, like you've pretty much got their back the whole way. So what does this funnel look like? It is super simple. It is one page. It's a headline. It's a 10-minute video with a pop-up button after seven minutes that comes up, be like, book a call. And on top of that, there is, I'm just getting the page up now so I can read the headline for you. And there's a Calendly link. Okay, so on my headline, it says, so you're interested in Operation Money Email Money Suck? Awesome. In this short 10-minute video, you'll discover what you can get, what you can get out of our call and if it's right for you. Um, it's a YouTube video and there's nothing else on the page. There's no other buttons. There's no other link. There's no other links. There's just the video and you can't sort of see the scroll on the bottom. You can change it. I've got um, Elementor so you can you can change that sort of setting. After seven minutes, I set it so the button comes up after they watch it. And um, yeah, in the very beginning of the of that uh, video. I, I instantly want to pre-frame it, being like, uh, "I want to make. I'm going to go fast here. I'm only going to meet this in 10 minutes, so I'm reminding it's a quick, short thing." And then straight away, when I get into it, I say, "Who is this call for?" 
Okay. So if you want to, thanks for applying. So acknowledge that they're here. Thank you for coming onto the call, uh, onto this video to apply for a call. Um, let's start off with who this might be good for. And those people are for me, coaches, consultants, and course creators. And these are people who want to, so instantly calling out who are the three people. And then you want to paint who is this for by giving some benefits. So one, make more money from their email, existing email list. Two, a clear plan of action to get your list ready for your next five or six for your launch. Or three, drastically boost your customer lifetime value with email. So three things that I want them to like envision, a future pay sort of thing. And also a little qualifier, uh, make money from an existing email list. That's so, so critical. Um, and, and here's a part as well. If they're not a good fit, I want to give them an option to go back through my content, to find something else. So don't be a dick about it and <laughs> push them away. Uh, I've, I've learned this the hard way when I created a waitlist page. My coach was like, Julian, this is just rude. <laughs> You're insulting people. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I uh, took the takeaway sell a little bit too hard. He's like, yeah, you can be polite. And just tell them that, look, it's not a good fit. However, you can find me on da 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 da. And I said all the good stuff. So this is the example of my slide. I said, look, all, if if you don't fit that category, that's okay. But all the stuff I do with my clients, I give away on my podcast and on LinkedIn. So I'm seeding future opportunities. If someone's not the right fit, <laughs> definitely not offending them. That's that's super super important. All right, so that's those are the first few things of the video. Who's it for? If it's not right for you, give them an alternative. Your blog, your YouTube video, where do you create content? That's the best place to go. All right, next up, you want to give them your Cliff Notes version of your backstory. Um, and within this story, so this is a Storytelling Secrets podcast, so I'm going to give you the structure that I did. Um, so... Hero's journey is is perfect. So you want to start off in a place where you had to overcome a big obstacle or something was like something was wrong at the start of your story. Um, and so for me, it was my family telling me to give up, grow up, and get a real job. And, and I put it back to the viewers. You know, like maybe you've also had this too. Like a member of your family doubt your entrepreneurial adventures. So I'm trying to make the personal universal in this context. Create some common ground. Um, on top of that, I try to use the rag to riches story frame, even though I'm not quite in that riches frame. Like I, when I did sort of start doing email copy, I was working out of my girlfriend's, my then girlfriend's um, grandma's shed while we were trying to find accommodation because I came on a whim basically. And it just looks just so, just not nice at all. I've got this photo of how I started when I had 500 bucks, very few clients, COVID hit, but a vision. So I'm trying to use this story frame to show me that I'm really determined. I did whatever it took to get there. Um, and I know I'm talking about all that myself, but see if how, how you can put yourself in your shoes. And maybe you don't have that same situation, but what was that internal external struggle that you had at the start? Um, so my external, my internal struggle was that my family was telling me to give up, grow up, get a real job. Like I know I needed to be a better sort of like... Um, son, so to speak, a, a successful son. And externally, like I was in the freaking shed, <laughs> like I needed to get out of there. Um, and also the part where I, I mentioned where I found a guide, I found a mentor. And, and this is really, really critical. So just from past experience, I know this is going to be a longer episode, but everything I'm saying is just 
I've learned so much this past year and this video is like a culmination of a lot of the stuff that I've learned, just little nugget here, test, try, apply. Like I said at the start of the episode, listened, I went and did it and I succeeded and I apply it and I put little pieces into this video. All right, so <laughs> going on a bit of a tangent there, but um, so like I said, when you get, so you, you have that struggle, right, in that story, it's very, very quick. Don't go over the top, over long. I think I only spent like three minutes explaining this story. Um, you find your your mentor, you're here uh, to guide you through this journey. And then the reason why I said mentors are really powerful when you say you mentioned you've had a mentor is every single time I talk to someone and they said how I started out and that I was reading books or listening to podcasts and the face was like, oh yeah, that's cool. But then when I told them about how I reinvested most of my profits back into a mentor, 100% of the time, everyone's face lit up. Like I just hit a chord because they knew, they themselves probably know that what it's like to invest in a mentor, how valuable it is. Um, they've either said that or that you could just see it in their face because here's the thing, like often the time when you hit, get a really good mentor, the transformation is so powerful. You have a really strong emotional attachment. I, I definitely, you hear about it in my podcast all the time. Um, and so when they've got that emotional attachment to a mentor and you tell them about it, their respect for you just goes through the roof. So if you haven't already, you know, hired a coach or a mentor, 100%, I like go do that. It will really help your journey up. But if you're already along your journey and you had that mentor along the way, bring it up, bring it up in this story. Super, super powerful. Uh, and like, uh, I think I wrote down here as well. It's just an observation. Like what I'm telling you here isn't fact, but it's just from the body language cues at Zoom calls, networking events. Every time I mention network, like just like, They'll see a little jolt <laughs> coming through their body. All right. So once we have told the Cliff Notes backstory, um, you want to give them some results. Okay. So I want to flash three different results. So this comes back to some of the stuff I learned um, writing virtual, not virtual, uh, video sales letters. So you want to give them proof, proof, proof. So three is a really good number just for everything like one, two, three. You get like benefits. You get one, two, three. And here's some proof. One, two, three. And here's everyone else who sold this problem. One, two, three. I love threes. So for this launch, uh, so <laughs> so for after I told the story, I flashed three different results. It was number one, a result for a launch. Number two, a result for an order responder series. Number three, a result for a reactivation campaign. So these are my three bread and butter offers. If you just have one consolidated offer, you know, very simple. I only do this one thing. Maybe bring up a client who had a very particular problem and then you had another client who has a very typical problem that your market might have. So that way, if someone's like, yeah, but that's a cool result, but what I don't feel like it could work for me. So then that's what these different testimonials, different stories, different results might do. Um, cool. The next thing I do is, okay, one, two, three results. I set realistic expectations, okay? So I, I I openly admit I'm young. I've only been in this for a year, but I frame it in a way that I'm energetic and I'm, I'm obsessed um, as a benefit. But I also say that, like I said, I admit that some of my campaigns have actually flopped. This is what Ben Settle calls a damaging admission. And like I said at the start, this is what even Dan Kennedy says to his clients before they get rolling. So obviously you pre-framed it with with showing them your, your highlight reel, um, but you also want to just bring it back to reality and bring your prospects BS radar down 
that, um, you know, you're, you're being candid with them. Like, look, this is all just one test. Like I've had successful clients before. However, it may not work. This will tip, and I found that the compliance then with clients is just so much better. Like they don't have this, I don't know, just like the relationship and the energy is a lot, lot better. If you're more upfront, of it, upfront, upfront about it at the start, I've just found it to be a lot more better to handle clients. But anyways, okay. After you sort of talk about <laughs> your realistic expectations, I use a bit of humor and I'm like, um, okay, enough cynicism. Here's the good news. And I give them three more benefits to working with me. And, and these benefits are like three big promises that my service delivers. Okay, it's not necessarily like make you more money or um, super fast delivery. Like those are all benefits, yeah. But I, I try and do stuff that I know are complaints from people. So here are some of my three promises. It's if you want someone who's energetic and obsessed with email marketing, who will work with you to get results, I may be your guy. And I've got a testimonial of a client talking about how he stressed about the tone of voice being super important and how he drilled on it to get that. So that that sort of backs up that claim. The next one is if you want somebody who goes the extra mile to extract every dollar out of your campaign, I may be your guy. And then I have a testimonial of a client from a like a multi-million dollar marketing agency my coach hooked me up with. His name's Dave Crowder. Super happy to work with him. And um, I know Dave's a really busy dude, so here's a little hack I'm giving to you. So I wanted to highlight in this um, promise how I go the extra mile to do the research, okay? Most people go to Reddit forums or they go to Facebook groups. I get on the call with all my clients' clients. So like a lot of time invested into just getting on phone calls and understanding them, but so, so worth it. And I know Dave's a busy dude. So what I do is, my coach showed me this, you write the testimony exactly the way you want it, short, sharp, to the point, highlights the benefit. And then you're like, Dave, can you sign this, can you sign this, up for, sign this off for me? Um, and he made a few edits, but like, yep, cool, here you go. And uh, that's how you get a perfectly written testimonial. Just, just saying, guys, just saying. Um, cool. We're on 26 minutes here. Wow, that's one of the longer ones I've had. We're getting to the end here. There's going to be some gold coming up. Okay, so I've told you about reaching out for testimonials that you personally write. Yep. Um, I have a photo as well. Like I'm just giving you, I'm just going through the campaign like slide by slide here. So I might not be like regimented like one, two, three, four, five, like all the steps. So I'm just giving you little bits of go along the way that I'm pretty sure have helped with the conversion rate. Um, again, this is just from <laughs> 10 people going through it, one and then two people going to the call and then one converting. But that one call, it was damn good. Uh, so on that, on, that, on that slide with Dave Crowder, so there's a photo with him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I heard this tip from one of our, you heard me talking to Glenn Twiddle, who was also on the podcast. And um, I heard Glenn on a podcast say, if you get that photo with a celebrity, um, you leverage the crap out of it, basically, because celebrity endorsement, celebrity association, it just has this different angle of proof and credibility to you. Um, and even if you're not in that photo, if one of your clients has association with that person and then you show that person, then you're you know successful by association. 
And so I ha- Dave actually has a photo of Arnie in there. I'm like, okay, definitely grabbing that. So if if at all you have a client who's in the know with famous people, they have a photo of the famous people, throw that in there. It's uh, all the more proof, the better, basically. These are all just little things that add up to the percentage, like the conversion percentage and stuff. All right, so now we're up to the final bit. We're up to the close. And this is the part where you want to take it away from them. Okay, so you, you've hyped it up. You, you're like, okay, this is all the, all the things you're going to get. You set the expectations and you say, but in order to qualify f- with to work with me and get results like person number one, like person number two, like person number three, you need to have dot, 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 and then you drop the specific requirements that are needed. For me, it was... It's an email list with traffic going to an opt-in because other than that, I, I can't help you out. You're comfortable that there's no guarantees in email marketing. So again, that they're okay with the expectations I set. And the last one is that I, f- I make it into like a qualifier, but also really future pace it. So they're sort of nodding their head. They're like, this is exactly where I want. These are results that I want. And I said, and you're serious about turning your email list into a marketing asset that's profitable and nobody can take away from you. Uh, and I say this because with all the you know Facebook slaps and bans and everything like else, email is just becoming more and more and more of that valuable thing that people are starting to look to because it can't get taken away from them. So what, what is that one thing that you know can create that desire for someone at the very end be like, oh, it. I really need this. And that's on a transition. Then book in for a free strategy call. Boom. As soon as this comes up, the button appears. You can book in for a free strategy session. Now, this tip, I could have just stopped it there, but this is where Pete has told me when we're writing some YouTube ad scripts, like people need to know what's going to happen when they click that button because they're skeptical. They've been burnt before. They don't know what's on the other side. Like they want people want certainty basically so we put their mind at ease by by showing them what's going to happen when you click this button okay this mystery button i show them a screenshot of the calendar link what it exactly looks like and all the dates that you can book um i also include some urgency scarcity urgency behind it. like you just need to this is direct response and you're listening to storytelling secrets you should by should know by now that everything we're trying to do is direct response. If there's no scarcity, there's no urgency, meaning there's no limited amount or any time pressure to take action, then people are going to sit on it. So you can only book a call with me on a Thursday and I've only got um, eight calls a month available. So there's nothing shady about this, about that. There's nothing, you know, bait and switch or fake urgency. Like I told you at the start of this episode, I get freaking distracted very easily, interrupted easily Therefore, I only want my calls on one day and a certain amount of time. So like three three calls, probably the max I could do to deliver my best. Um, and that's the reason why. Always delivering, like why there is scarcity and urgency. And the result of all this, I think I told you this at the very start, um, it was super, super cool. Like just got on the call, um, talked about what, what was going on in the business, you know, some problems, find the gaps in the solution, I then presented the the stack of what they're going to get. They had a few questions like, um, what were the questions? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I don't know. There were just very, there weren't even objections. There were just like questions about the offer. Um, and the first time I ever actually included a fast action bonus, I haven't actually done that. And I didn't discount on price. I just, I said, if you sign up by this time tomorrow, you're going to get two extra emails valued at 700 bucks. <laughs> and instantly, like, yep. I love fast action bonuses. I'm going to take you up on that. And I've never had someone so fast to sign up. It was really good. So, that was today's little mini lesson. That was like a 32-minute little masterclass. Happy about that. If you would like the transcript to the video that I've got there and the slides in one sort of easy, you know, here it is. You don't have to go into YouTube and transcribe it yourself or funnel hack it yourself. I just give it to you on a platter. Then... You can find the blog on the show notes below. And on the inside the blog, I pretty much go through everything that we spoke about today with some pictures, some examples, and that way you can just sort of go ahead and apply it yourself. Um, but then if you want the easy button, there's an option down the bottom of the page to, to get the script and to get the slides. And of course, if you want to just do it yourself and go to the strategy application page, do that. Not going to stop you for that. But if you want the convenient convenient way of doing it, check out the blog, go down the bottom and grab the transcript and the slides. But other than that, I really hope you, do, you enjoyed today's episode. You know, sometimes I really enjoy longer episodes, especially if, if the content creator always just produces short, 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 short. Hope you listened all the way through. You go ahead and like I said, the size episode, you listen, you do and then you succeed from it, okay? Take action from this. I really want you to put, put this um, to do this. And on that note, I remember, just remember this, okay. I would love to turn this into some sort of asset one day. So if you go ahead, you implement this, and you get a result, for the next two years, so on the 26th of April, 2023, I'm going to let this offer be public. You get a result, you email it to me at support at julesdan.com and you leave me a testimonial saying, hey, it really worked really well or whatever. I'll write you a free new welcome email for your sequence. Like That is a $350 little thank you for, for doing that. Um, and all you got to do is just go ahead and apply this and send me a testimonial. Um, but other than that, thank you so much for tuning into Storytelling Secrets. That's all for this week. Go ahead and Go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, all that sort of good stuff. I love it when you guys do that. It really helps grow the show. Other than that, thank you for listening. I'm going to see you on Thursday for the interview. Bye for now.